0: Hey guys, welcome back to. Oh, that was super loud. Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Screen here on 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Quinn Haba. I'm Matthew Pignallo. And I'm Andrew Howison. And if you were listening uh, to our program last week, then you, uh, you heard at the end we were devising our whole show topic for today, and that will be heist movies. Um, so, Andrew, uh, what's. Actually, no, Matthew. How about, oh. uh,
1: what's an example <laughs> oh. of a
0: heist movie that, that we'll be talking about today?
1: Uh, Ocean's Eleven is one that we talked about a lot last week, but we didn't go into it very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to talk about that one today. Me as well. That's one of my um, favorite movies. Yeah. What about you, Andrew? Do you have any that you like to I, about I about haven't
2: it? seen um, Ocean's um, Eleven, but I have seen the Hurricane Heist, which um, I can talk a little bit after oh. Ocean's Eight. And that one's a pretty good movie. Really? I, oh, and also I thought that um, one would have
0: been not very good. It, I, I it was really good.
2: Oh no, you're you're right. That that one was mediocre. It's one of those Netflix ones. But another one is Baby Driver, and also oh, yeah. the Now You Can See Me. Oh, I love Now that You movie. See Me is so yeah yeah. That's so we true. can talk about those. Those are kind of the see, three I that I remember. That a,
1: I wouldn't consider that a heist movie, but now that like, I guess the second one is definitely a heist movie. Um, what Now You Can
2: See Me? Yeah,
1: it's just not your yeah. typical heist movie. I guess they are yeah. under, under that um, genre, but
0: yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. I I forget the plot of, of I think actually both of the movies. So what happens in the in the first
2: one? Oh, now you can see me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know that one.
2: I've seen um, it. Um, but... I know it was um. It, so it was about these like musician m- magicians right right mm-hmm. so they um oh yeah the first one didn't score that well so it was about these uh, musicians who um basically had to just pull off a bank heist and <sighs> robberies during their performances and then they gave the audiences money
1: oh that's, that's right. right that's right that's right yeah, yeah they, they I stole thought that was from, the second
0: like one. their manager or something wasn't it
2: yeah i think that's both the first day and the second one Oh, um, they still from him twice. No, they remember they have two movies. I think both of them might have had the same plot, maybe not. But yeah, no, the second like
1: one, the second one was about I know the second one. It was about cell phones or how the, like a like a cell phone company yeah. that was. Oh, you're right. Data. They like tried to hack and into they, it or something. Yeah, they st- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the biggest, what was most insane about the movie is how um nobody saw it coming. When uh, I don't I don't know if you guys want spoilers, but I'm just gonna say it anyway. When Mark Ruffalo was part of uh their magic group yeah you know that was the biggest plot twist because he was trying to crack down on them you know basically the entire movie was about that and then at the
2: end you just see that it was him all along um i mean with that kind of money oh, Was like a hundred million dollars that they stole i would switch sides <laughs> well no he, he was, was with them the whole time he was though.
0: the one like orchestrating the entire thing yeah but
2: oh well, yeah yeah
0: kind of behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and And then then he's like psych
1: yeah um the second one i would probably that's probably my favorite especially that that one card scene where they uh where they stole that what was it it was like do you guys know what i'm talking about where they were in that like that white room
2: yeah and then they kept like flipping a card to each other
1: yep exactly Yeah. yeah
2: i don't i don't remember the second one all i know is that it wasn't as good as the first one um that one was I'm trying to think here oh yeah they were trying to steal like or expose a tech company as you said um, mm-hmm. because you know they were stealing data and I just I don't Facebook. know yeah I don't know what that scene was with the cards
0: oh I haven't seen that movie in like probably a
1: fat two years but yeah I yeah. remember them both being super good and then yeah like Daniel Radcliffe and then that um that rich old dude who is his like grandfather i think morgan freeman i don't know morgan no, freeman, no the, was in that yeah no morgan freeman was in both of them i think um he was also an important character because he had to um he was sort of like trying to debunk he debunked musicians uh, magicians <laughs> yeah uh, for a living so that's what he's trying to do with them and um that was also very interesting uh he went to jail at the end of the first one because um mm-hmm. mark ruffalo sort of i guess tricked him
0: yeah uh wasn't the second one kind of focusing a lot more on the on on the the detective guy and then he he teamed up with that like dutch or french girl that was the first one oh oh that was yeah. oh really that was the first one okay yeah that that one was my favorite for sure
1: i feel like that was the best orchestrated mm-hmm. if that makes sense um just cause the second one, they had so much, so many obstacles that that came towards them. I feel like the first, I don't know, the first one, they have such a. <laughs> Skip <Yeah>. this part. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's really that's like a thinkers movie because uh, what's yeah, totally. what's so neat about like heist films like that is they'll kind of you know go through the heist, but they'll leave out like one or two uh, kind of like. Minor, but also major details um, that, as the audience, when we're watching the the heist take place, we don't really think about. Um, it's then at the confrontation, you know, of of the of the bad guy, you know, whoever they're they're stealing from, uh, that the movie will go back and show the details that they originally left out. Um, to kind of show how they they tricked and like undermined the villain, and I love when that kind of stuff happens. You're like, whoa!
1: Yeah, that, see, that's what I liked about the first one is how they did that. Uh huh. Um, and the second one, the villain sort of did that to them. Uh huh. Um, oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, they're making a third one, by the way. Oh really? When's it coming I out? Don't... That's a great question. Yeah. Um, it says it's coming out. Next year, okay, cool. Hopefully, we can actually go see
0: that in theaters. Yeah, I know (laughs) it's probably gonna get delayed, but yeah. All right. Well, uh, one of our one of our big questions of today is what is what is interesting about a movie? You know, being because all these these heights movies, they're they're often from the perspective of the criminals. So, what do you think is interesting about that?
1: Why would a movie do that? I think it's nice that movies give a different perspective for once. Um, You know, there's movies like Die Hard, which is another great. What do you call that? Would that be a heist film? No, that'd be an action movie, I'd say. Okay, yeah. Um, Where it's the perspective of, I guess, a cop. Yeah. And there's a lot of those where they try to um, crack down on these kind of. on the criminals. But it's nice to see the perspective of a criminal. You sort of feel for, like, why they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really cool to see how much planning goes into it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah like uh, most times movies are are just from the perspective of you know like the good guys I'd say mm-hmm. i'll just I'll just call the good guys kind of like non-criminals um, but the movies are, are often just in the perspective of the good guys uh, because it's usually easier to emphasize with a character like that who doesn't do things that we in society view as bad, right? Like, we would, like we would probably uh, care more if, like, a mom of four children died rather than a thief who, like, stole, you know, people's couches. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just how society is. Um, and so, I think when a movie is in the perspective of, uh, of the villain, you know, uh, it gives the movie, so, like, so much more depth and has to develop the characters way more to have the audience able to empathize with them and care for them more than the, you know, good guys. Definitely. And that, I think, often creates movies that are way way more fun to watch and way just, like, way better because there's so much more that goes into
1: writing these characters. Yeah, and another thing that um, I like is, especially the Oceans movies, they do that very well, is that most of it is them, like, planning on how to do this. Uh Uh-huh. Whereas the movies that we're talking about, where it's the quote-unquote good guys as the cops, those guys don't have any, like, it doesn't show how much planning goes into what um, the criminals are doing. It just shows them, like, in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: it it shows how, how smart criminals can be yeah because usually we just discredit criminals as oh, they're, they're bad they, they they steal things that's a bad life choice but some of them are super smart yeah and they plan like in oceans eleven they planned out this super elaborate you know casino bank heist which is super hard and what I also find interesting is the writers of of the movie the script writers and stuff they're they're actually the brains behind it because mm-hmm. they have to think of how these characters in a realistic, you know, setting and plot can actually do this and pull it off.
1: Yeah, you know and there's actually Oh, go ahead. No, nah, I'm I was on with my point. Oh. Um what's crazy is that in real life, these uh, two robbers actually pulled off like this almost an identical heist as Oceans Eleven did. I think and, I And like heard about they that. literally got it off of the, like they printed the script of the movie and they that's exactly what their plan was based off of. <laughs> and yeah. they didn't get caught till afterward, but it was that's still insane though. To yeah, show no, that like I, the writers wrote Yeah, legitimate. I saw that like
0: news news report yeah. or something. Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's kind of I feel like if, if this were to happen in you know, a hundred years when, you know, there's some kind of dystopian society. The writers of movies would would like be put in prison because of this because they're they're thinking of all these ways to like defy the law yeah which is i mean i just think that's like cool it's insane yeah and what about you you haven't spoken in like
2: five minutes (laughs) well you guys seem like you kind of had it covered um i guess i don't really watch as many um i guess um heist um movies as you guys But I guess I think heist movies either really do really well or kind of fail. And I think the main reason for that is when you do a heist movie, you have to kind of like, you have to make sure that there's something new about it, right? Because everyone knows that at least now when I go into it, that usually there's a dirty cop, right? And like Mm -hmm. with the hurricane heist movie, like there was a dirty cop and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" And, but besides that, it was just basically like a bad storm, and then people basically robbing a bank. And I just don't think it was. I mean, you know, it, it's it's a Netflix movie. What can you say? Like there was a lot of action, a lot of you know guns and fast cars. But besides that, there was no characters. So what nothing are you new. The the Hurricane Heist one. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. You know, yeah. That, yeah,
0: That's like one of my problems with Netflix movies is that they'll they'll kind of make them knowing that the people watching them probably aren't gonna be paying super close attention to anything but the visuals.
2: And so Yeah, well it's just kind of a you know, something that'll make them a lot of money and just another movie to add. And it wasn't awful. Like you know, I I was playing it and I was doing something else on my phone, and I think that's like you know a lot of Netflix. It's yeah. not like they're having these crazy kind of films where everyone's like ah. But one of the really really good heist movies is um, Baby Driver. Mm, I've not seen that, that movie. That movie is great, Quinn. You'd love it. I know. So I mean, it's, it's, it drives like this cool Subaru, right? Something <laughs> like that. I don't know the car, but you know, two thousand five Subaru WRX this kid named one? this kid named baby you know he's a getaway driver mm-hmm. and his yeah that's why it's called baby driver and it you know is, his um parents die in a car crash while he's in it and then now he has tinnitus so he's like you know deaf basically or he has always a loud ringing in his ears and he's just kind of it, it's almost like he has ptsd like his entire life like he just you know, I'm not sure what you call it, but he has some kind of traumatic stress from getting into that crash, but yeah, he's a really good driver, and, I mean, they had great characters, um, it was, I mean, you know, they had, um, uh, like, I guess, I don't think Kevin Spacey, you know, now that, he, I think he's going to jail because of, you know, but, you know, they had, uh, um, Jamie Fox and Lily James, and a lot of these other people and everyone's characters are so good
0: yeah they're they're you know? like way more uh, developed because yeah. you have all these, these you know villains right like society views these people as bad except we have to as the audience we find something good in them because their characters are
2: so much more in depth yeah mm-hmm. but just like the boss I think the boss was Kevin Spacey if I'm not Mistaken, I think you're right. Yeah, and um, you know his his interactions as a character with Baby were really good. Like he was harsh on Baby, but yet you know he still paid Baby and he still looked out for Baby. And with all the characters, you know, I think there's a husband and a wife. I forget what two actors they were, but I mean, it was it was. I almost felt like it's to a point where it con- it could have been like a Marvel movie, right? There's like all these different casts. Um, but they weren't too, um, I mean, what's the word like too, like colorful, right? Cause at the end, this is still, um, a heist movie, but these characters weren't colorful, but you could really like these characters and you're like, yeah, these are social outcasts, but you really got to like them. And spoiler alert, when they died, when they started getting picked up, picked off like one by one, it was really sad.
0: Yeah. Well, that's actually a pretty good segue into our next big question of the day. Should I just start calling them big questions? Sure. Okay. (laughs) So our second big question today is what allows the criminals
1: to be viewed as the good guys in the movie? Depends on their cause. Um, You know, for a movie like Ocean's Eleven, I wouldn't say like they had good. Although um, they did try to like get back at some. I think it was the third one was it where they tried to get back at some like rich casino owner yeah for sort of ripping off one of their friends um but like in the first one they didn't really their cause wasn't it it was like it wasn't for any good which i think um plays a huge part of how much we like that character so like i personally um didn't view the characters as good guys i just respect them for how smart they were
0: Okay. Uh, well, actually, in in that movie, we do find out the primary motive for the whole heist is for Danny Ocean to win his win his wife back. Yeah. Because his wife is now, you know, like, in a relationship with Terry Benedict, the person who he's stealing from. Um, but we don't really find that out until the rest of the crew finds that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But um.
1: Yeah. But I wouldn't call that like. I wouldn't call that motive good. I guess it's just like a, we understand the motive, but we just, you know.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah, there's... Um, a lot of it, too, depends on the, the person who they're stealing from. Like, um, in retrospect, the villain. So for Ocean's Eleven, Terry Benedict would be considered the villain. And um, throughout the movie, he doesn't really do a whole lot of... Actually... He does very, very few villainous things um, in terms of society's view of of what's good and bad. Uh, so, it if you were you know not already in the context of what was going on, you would probably totally side with with Terry Benedict and be like, "Why are you trying to steal from this guy? He yeah. he seems chill." Um, but because of that, the writers of that movie had to. Uh, also develop Terry Benedict's character extensively to make him, you know, he's he's a, mo- I don't know if he's a morally right guy, but he's a, um, he's not a criminal, you know. I guess I mean any mm. casino owner is probably a little bit of a criminal, yeah. But um, he's not a bad guy, I guess. Uh, yeah. But.
1: He's just not like a good person, you see. Yeah, you exactly. See.
0: And and so they had to go so much more in depth on why he's not a good person for us to, to feel like he deserved to be robbed.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Andrew? What are your thoughts on what makes... What was
2: the question again?
0: What allows the criminals to be viewed as good guys? Yes.
1: I think
2: Quinn asked a good question, but I, I wouldn't say... Um, I would almost argue some of the times um I wouldn't see as good guys. Like when? Um, I would say in Boss Baby, um Boss Baby no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Um and, <laughs> not Boss Baby. You guys know what I mean. <laughs> Baby Driver yeah, my favorite heist movies, baby's Boss Baby. In Boss Baby they also aren't very nice, but you know what I mean. Um sure. in, in Baby Driver, um <laughs> and Baby Driver, I mean, they weren't very nice people besides Baby. Uh-huh. Like, the rest of them just, I think, kind of stole because they could, you know? Right. And I think that. Did Baby understand what was going
1: on? Because yes. wasn't he deaf? Okay.
2: Yes. But he did understand. But in the end, Baby ended up going to jail because he ended up getting caught. Mm-hmm. So you feel bad for him and the rest of them. I mean, just kind of die. So I mean, for for some movies, I mean, it's hard for you to feel, um, you know, like for the, you can't feel really bad for the bad guys, like the um, Hurricane Heist one. I didn't feel bad for the bad guys only because I think Netflix did an awful job of trying to, like, develop their character. You know, it's just like I even I don't even remember who the characters were, right? Yeah, and it's just like you know. They stole something, and I was like, you know, oh no, they stole money, and then that was like the end of the movie. So I think it depends. I think if a movie does it good, you can feel bad for the bad guys, but if a movie does it bad, or the characters aren't very likable, which sometimes the movie does that on purpose, you know, you don't feel bad for the bad guys. So I think it just honestly depends. Yeah, that's actually
0: a really good point, because um, most of the time, it just comes down to who... who do we like more as characters? And um, obviously, we're we're probably gonna end up liking the um, the the bad guys, the the people s- stealing more, um, just because their their actual character is more likable, like their personality. And I'd say that's that's true about almost like every heist movie, because that's ultimately just what it comes down to. Versus like the good and bad is who we like more as an audience. And so we always have to not like the villain because of just kind of their persona and the way they are as a person. Like, they have to, like, kind of suck. We have to not like them. Like, if we were to choose, we would have to be able to choose to hang out with the villains rather than the the good guy.
1: Yeah. I also uh, think it depends on... I guess their looks, um, for how the audience perceives them, you know, in Ocean's Eleven, uh, they got pretty famous like actors. Um, oh yeah, that that, that cast was kind of insane. To, oh yeah, definitely, and they were all play the. They were all like playing those like, I guess those criminals, um, but that made them all likable because you know they're all very popular and they're all like good-looking guys. Uh huh. Which I, which I think plays a huge part, um, in why people like them yeah they're also and not just super them, normal. like any other high school
0: yeah they're all, yeah they're very normal yeah they just act like like normal people uh, mm-hmm. the entire time they just happen to be you know stealing massive amounts of you know money from from people yeah <laughs>
1: and the exact same goes with nacb v2 like their persona um, they just they're very chill people yeah
0: Have you guys um, seen the movie the Italian Job? No no oh you haven't okay that. That's, like, a really textbook... Have you really not even heard of that movie? Mm-mm. Wow, okay. It's, it's, it's got Mark Wahlberg in it, all I'm saying. But oh, okay. um, that movie is is a pretty textbook e- example of um, almost everything we've talked about. It, it starts off, there's a crew of thieves, and they, they steal, you know, gold in, in Italy. And the reason for the, the whole rest of the movie, is that one of the crew members betrays them and takes all the money for himself. And so, obviously, right there, that provides the motive for the entire movie. And now we hate the guy who betrayed him, and we want the rest of the crew to get back at him. And so you wanted
2: the bad guys to catch the really bad guy? Yes, exactly. You know they're all bad guys. Yeah, hmm, that's but really that's interesting. It's the mean bad guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then again, it's, it's, it's really hard to decipher... The, um, you know, quote bad guys. The, oh, they don't know who the it crew. Is? Well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying. Between like a normal civilian who <gasps> oh, we would I consider see. good, it's, it's really hard to decipher in that movie the uh, crooks from the, the you know civilians because they just seem so alike. Because the crooks, they're they're good people. They're morally right people. They don't they don't hurt people and they steal from people who deserve it. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and a central theme in like the majority of all these heist movies is vengeance and that vengeance is like the drive for for a lot of these movies because why else would they be stealing because we don't yeah, and that's what most heist movies nowadays are about like vengeance mm-hmm. because we're not going to emphasize with with characters who just steal Because they can steal. Like, they got to steal with a purpose that makes sense to us so that we can side with them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we just don't like them. Definitely. All right. Uh, That concludes our uh, second episode, season two. Is this season two? Second episode of season two of Behind the Screen here on uh, 88.9 The Bridge. Uh, We'll see you guys next week, same time, Wednesday at 5. And uh, I'm Quinn Haba, signing off.
1: I'm Matthew Pink. I'm Andrew Howison.
2: Yeah, get wrecked, Matthew.
1: Really loud. And we'll see Ah, you guys later. All right, bye bye.